What is up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 37 of the Loofcast. I didn't really have anything else planned after that sentence. So, uh, <laughs> we're having a great day. I'm sorry, my mind went blank, because right before the recording, my left arm started malfunctioning and kept, you know, breaking itself. Um, oh, and to know. all the audio listeners who don't know that we record this in VR, that's going to sound extremely strange to you, but we are recording in VR chat. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, we are back today with another topic involving uh, games, and uh, especially indie games. So this will be pretty fun. But before we get into all that, we're going to do our uh, customary little small talk. So how have you been since we last recorded? Um, tired. I <laughs> very, feel it. Very tired. I feel it. I've done, not only if I'm trying to find a new job at the moment, um, but I've been... You know, helping my friend build his PC, uh, trying to find the parts for it, finding out that we bought one of the wrong parts, which is, you know, just his motherboard. So that's that's great. I feel that um, as well. I've been doing that for somebody, too. Yep. Yep. Um, but I did have a good weekend last weekend. Um, for those of you who don't know, Moist Critical. Yeah, he's a streamer, owner of East Moist Esports. He has multiple teams throughout uh, gaming and shit like that, right? Uh, his Apex team made it to the uh, World Champions. Uh, Hell yeah. World Championship, I know how to speak words. And he, he held his first ever live event. Hell um, yeah. Uh, down at, uh, I guess I could, I guess I could say it. It was because you could just look it up anywhere. It was up at the Strass Center. That's in, yeah. That's nearby me. Um, I got to meet him. Not too close, so don't uh, be good looking. <laughs> yeah, don't don't look. I don't, I don't live in that area. It's fine. Um, he lives but, at my yeah, house. Got to meet the guy. He's pretty sick. If you if you think that like he is Charlie is any different than he is in like in real life, then no his way videos, he is. he's not. He's the say. exact same person. I was gonna say no. Nah. <laughs> he doesn't give. He doesn't give, like. I don't watch him often, but he gives me the sense of like somebody who just does not have like a separate creator personality. That dude's just a vibe. No, that's just him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I love. Um, him. Yeah, it was. A, it was a lot of fun. It was a three day event. Um, the only part that sucked is I had the first two days. I got up. Uh, it started super early in the morning, so the first one started at seven forty five. Uh, and the oh, other shit. one started at eight. Now the third day started at eleven, but um, <clears throat> I didn't know that, didn't read that. So guess who showed You're up there, there at seven a.m.? Yep. Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. That'll definitely do yeah, it. it was, yeah, it was great. So yeah, I had bug bites all in my leg, so I drove to a Publix nearby, <laughs> got some uh, hydrocortisone, and sat in my car for three hours. There you go. Listen, God knows I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, overall fun experience. I won't go too uh, too long into that. How about you? You've been I, lately. I'm going to be honest. Um, I have done almost jack shit over the last like month. Like I, I've worked a bit on content, and then I uh, I bought a car. Um, well, there you go. Is that yeah? Yeah, I mean it's nice. Like I, I will say, it's definitely it's it's nice to fit inside of a vehicle for once. For context, I used oh, to drive a it. Prius C, and for anybody who knows uh, what a Prius C is, you know how tiny they are. If you don't know what one looks like, Google it. 
No, I'm not shitting yeah. you. Those are the dimensions of it. Look it up. Yep. Um, and it's, yeah, it's fucking tiny. And I'm like, for context as well, I'm not a small person. I'm 6'3". It is impossible for me to fit inside of a Prius comfortably. Uh, like, I, yeah. I would put that seat all the way back and there's still not enough room between me and the pedals, which was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But I ended up buying a used 2017 RAV4. Um, so it's nice to kind of be able to sit up now in a car and just kind of like be comfortable in one. And I don't know. I, I did. I just love it. It's great. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. I 100% relate to that. Because the car I had beforehand for the one I had now was a Mazda 3 hatchback from 2007. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my head would always touch the ceiling at all times, especially because yep. of you. If you know, if you've seen my, if seen what I actually look like, um, you, you know my hair just is a giant poof. Yeah. So like, my hair would always just crush on the ceiling, and you know, in my new car, I thought I would avoid that because it's much bigger. It's a 1994 Buick Grand Century. Hey. Uh, nope, I have the exact, I have the exact same problem. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I will say, I will say, I definitely feel that in my RAV4 currently, I do have like a similar problem where I can feel my head brushing the ceiling um, occasionally. Mm-hmm. But in my Prius, it sucked because like my head was up against it. So every time I go over a bump or something, it would just be like, like my head would yep. slam it. And I'm like, all right, that didn't feel good. Like, yep. And for those who don't yep. know, I live in San Francisco, which has a lot of potholes and shit. So I'd go over one and my head would just slam up into the ceiling and be like, all right, I felt nice. Yeah, I, man, you mentioned potholes. I cannot wait until you drive around in Florida. It's going like to oh be a nightmare. It's going to be a nightmare. Here's the so thing. Awful. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like it's going to be similar to San Francisco, though, because we don't patch our roads here. Yeah, we don't either. Like, the problem is, is like... We fill the... Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, we might fill them with concrete, but that does nothing. It just chunks away again, and then... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's, it's just a, a bigger pothole than it was before. It's about the same here. Like one of the problems we had was uh fucking like we used to just fill our potholes like crazy. And then, you know, about 10 years ago today, uh our gas and electric company on the coast here blew up a fucking neighborhood and now we just don't touch our roads and we let them deal with it. Nice. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. And if those of you who are wondering how the fuck did they get away with blowing up a neighborhood, look up the, uh, I believe it was the 2014 San Bruno explosion. Um, Interesting. Basically, yeah. Basically, our electric and gas company did zero maintenance on their pipes. Didn't like they just left them alone. And eventually, one of the pipes ruptured and it blew up, I believe. It blew up a neighborhood, but it leveled, I believe, about four or five houses. Uh, and burned, I think, like 20 or 30 more. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, a fucking disaster. Right. Oh, it was a disaster. I remember, uh, like, I remember the news reports uh, when they were still coming in. Everybody had thought a plane had crashed because the neighborhood was uh, along the uh, exit runway of the um, of the San Bruno Airport. Ooh, so yeah. everybody yeah, just I thought that, that a plane had, like, fucked up during takeoff and, like, crashed down into the neighborhood. And I was like, oh... So yeah, it was yeah, a fun that's, time. That's, yeah, that's pretty fucked. Oh yeah, it, it was a fucking nightmare. But yeah, um, I guess with that being that, you ready to jump into the topic of today? Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll introduce it since I was the one who kind of brought it up. Yeah. 
I'd just like to state Ooh, real quick before one. we jump into it, real quick. Mm-hmm. If you are here because you saw the uh, because you saw the tags in the description relating to a certain game, I don't want to hear it. I know why you yeah, might be here. I don't want to hear it if you're here to defend Starfield. I do not want to hear it. If you're if you're one of the people that we're about to talk about, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's, I don't want to hear it. That's my official statement. That's mine as well. I don't want to hear it. If you're here to defend Starfield after the shit they pulled, you're in the wrong. Out of here. So, with that being said, that is our first subject of the day. Let's talk about Starfield. The you know most Starfield anticipated, ends? probably the one of the most anticipated games of the year. Absolutely. Uh, it's made by, made by Bethesda. Bethesda same people who brung you... Yeah, the same people who brought you Skyrim, uh, Fallout, shit like, wait, did you say Destiny 2? Is it not Bethesda? <laughs> no, that's Bungie. <laughs> Bungie, fuck! Okay, no, it's fine. Every... I said Bungie originally, we're not going to worry about it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bungie, Bethesda, yeah, they're close yeah. enough. They're close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're going to be talking about Starfield here because... I have a huge, 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 huge problem with the game. That uh, makes multiple, two of us. actually. Yeah, just to just to just to put this in perspective, this game was supposed to be the next huge next gen space game where you can explore anywhere and everything, and there's thousands of planets for you to explore. Think about in it reality, like this. Think about it like this, mm-hmm. in, in for context. Who like when you remember the release of GTA Five like a decade ago? Um, yeah. Like, think about it like this. GTA 5 was released a decade ago, and a while into the GTA release, they said they were doing next-gen GTA 5 uh, when they ported it to mm-hmm. PC, and then they changed almost absolutely nothing. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Have a seat there, partner. <laughs> camera screen's in the way, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, okay. d- don't worry about that. It's just technical difficulties. Anyways. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's 100% um, okay. But yeah. Like think so about everyone, it in context of like that. Um, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I so yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of people were super excited about this game. They were like, "Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be what No Man's Sky never was," which we're gonna be mentioning that game a bunch during this this discussion. Oh, yeah. because hey, guess what? Everyone forgot, uh, and I did initially. Everyone forgot that this is Bethesda. This is a Tim Howard game. Uh, so the game came out, and what a surprise, Lucy. It's glitchy. <laughs> There's bugs everywhere. And they haven't delivered um, on half their promises. Correct. Now, if the community around it was in support of this and be like, and just pointing out the issues and the flaws and shit like that, I would be perfectly fine because to be honest, well, the game, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not saying the game is bad. It is not a bad game. I also want to say when games come out, they're expected to be buggy at first too. Yeah, no problem. Like it's it fine. Shit happens, bro. Yes. Well, eh, eh, but to be honest with you, 
I kind of expected a lot higher expectations considering their whole marketing scheme was the fact that they've been working on this game for 25 years. But yeah, in no, reality, that just means that just means they've been making Elder Scrolls for 25 years and just making their game development better, even though it questionably has not. Because the yeah. last game before this that was made by specifically by Bethesda was Fallout 76. And we all know how that went. Yeah, I never played it, but I do remember how the internet reacted to that. Yeah. Oh boy. So, just to name a couple, just to, the, the problem I have with it, all right? First off, one of the things that they said, and I know, this is a small detail, but still. One of the things small that they said not, is still... that they were... Yeah. One of the things that they said was going to be about their water physics, right? water physics were going to be nice they were going to be super super realistic and shit like that um they're not <laughs> i remember <laughs> if you don't believe Oof sent me a clip i'll put it in here indeed well yeah yep. i'll put it in right here but Oof sent me a clip and i i like here's the thing this is coming from a guy who hadn't heard of starfield until he mentioned it to me i mm -hmm. i think i had seen its name once in passing and known nothing about it and he sends me this clip, and I, I, I did read this about their promise about water physics and stuff. And it's of this dude jumping in a lake. There's not even a splash. There's no splash like no, when no people ripple jump effects. in the water. Yeah, no ripple effects, no splash, nothing. I don't even think I heard anything. Yeah. And, like it was and like the best... dead silent, like just straight through into the water and he floated. Yep. And now you think the response of this video is like, oh yeah, they didn't they didn't meet up what they promised. And sure, good 30% of the comments were that. You want to know what the other 70% were? The bootlickers. Oh, the the oh, the amount of cope in this game is absolutely nuts. The top comment I saw on that video is if I wanted realistic uh if I wanted realistic water physics, I'd go play Subnautica motherfucker Here's this is not <laughs> it's not about it's not about the physics it's about not delivering what you promised that's the thing like here's the thing yeah if you if you wanted to say like okay you know eventually we want this game to have that that's okay but saying that upon release you're gonna have that and then not doing it is like seriously mm-hmm and, and like and people thing. wonder why nowadays people have such low expectations for games like it's because yeah. half the time like think back a decade ago if a company said they were going to do something like the games were of the highest expectation think back to gta 5's release i'm aware that most mm -hmm. of us were probably in like our early teens uh but like if you think back to it as well the amount of hype for that game was insane like Nowadays, mm -hmm. if you match that level of hype to nowadays, that would have broken the internet. Yeah, like it would have. Yeah, it would have, and like people were like excited as hell for that game, and like that company met the expectations of the player base. That game blew up when Give it her. came out. Now, now I will say I'll put I'll put a qualifier on that because I know one of you motherfuckers is going to the comments right now. Oh, but the online didn't work for a month and had to be fixed. Yes, it's how it works. But guess though. what? They'd never done online before but in GTA. Yeah, but guess what? And oh well, they have, they have GTA Four had online. But here's the thing, they did fix. Yeah, they did. They did fix it. And That's it, true. And once it was fixed, it was great. <laughs> and like, and think about it. After they fixed it, a decade later, that game is still one of the most popular ones out there today. 
Correct. It is surely the because of the online. Best, it is the second best-selling game of all time. Yeah, purely because yes, of the online correct. aspect of it. That, that's correct. You heard me. It is sold more copies than fucking Tetris. I can get the numbers right now. What's the first best-selling? The uh, best. Uh, you should know it. <laughs> you you know what it is. I was gonna say I have two theories. It's either it's either a Nintendo game or it's Minecraft. Nope, it's Minecraft. No, okay. it's, it's it's Minecraft. I was gonna say it was one of the two. I didn't I didn't know which. I just I just knew it was one of those two. Yeah, yeah. It makes yeah, sense that it's go. Minecraft though. Um, but like, so, the... oh, good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'll make a correction. It is not the best-selling game of all time, copies-wise, but it has made the most money. Uh, made the most money-wise. If we're talking about money, uh, Tetris is at a hundred million as of. Uh, this is as of what? These numbers of twenty twenty, I believe. All right. Yeah. These numbers are as of twenty twenty. Tetris has made a hundred million dollars. Um, the GTA Five has made a hundred and seventy-five mil at nice. number two, and number three, or sorry, and number one is Minecraft at two hundred and thirty-eight million. Jesus Christ! Copies alone. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Like it is, it is just uh, ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, um, back to back to Starfield. Got yeah. a little off topic there. But a little off topic, but yeah. Another. Like, it's insane. Another problem. Another problem I have with the game, right? Is the way you explore around the world, right? Yeah. I, I, I have never. I thought the way that they were going to do this is right. You'll be able to fly from planet to planet. You land on the planet. Kind of like around uh, you, right? Kind of like No Man's Sky, or uh, what's that other? It, one? Literally, just No Man's Sky. Yes. Yeah. Or what's that other one? Um, hmm. That other space game. God damn it! What's it called? Oh, oh, oh! I know what you're talking about. How can I not remember the name of that? Uh, hang on, hang on. I got it. I got uh, it. Look I got it up. It. Look it up. Space I, game. I did a stream of it not too long ago. How do I not remember this? Yeah. How do I not? Oh, dude, this is gonna take me a second. Where? What is the name of this fucking game? Star Citizen. Star there Citizen. It that's it. It has the yeah, same beginning yeah. name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, like Star, like Star Citizen or No Man's Sky, like those, like allow you to openly explore the universe. And all I've really seen from a lot of like the Star, uh, Starfield game is like. You know, I saw a clip at one oh, point dude. of a dude like walking into his ship and some NPCs took it off for him. And it like he walks into like the pl the first place with windows and all of a sudden he's in the atmosphere. It's like, really? Yep. He just falls through his ship. Yep. No, he didn't, he didn't to, even to fall through his ship. He was like he was climbing up through his ship, but he was just in the atmosphere by the time he got up there. And oh, it was like, yeah. really? The, to give you guys a perspective. It looks like if you guys have ever played Destiny 2, it's Destiny 2, click and travel, pick a location, go there. Yeah. The only part that that's different is sometimes you can sit in the atmosphere, point at where you want to land. 
Yeah. Other than that, it is point and click, wait for a loading screen. And another one like that is Warframe. Uh, if we want to talk about space games, mm -hmm. Warframe is also like that, you know? And I mean, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but I believe that Starfield did, did intentionally say space travel in one of the things, right? They did. Yeah, like they did yeah. initially mention that there would be space travel, except you can't travel through space. You just kind of go to different worlds. And it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah, instead of instead of just regular space travel like we would expect, it's loading screen simulator. Click here, go here. Yeah, like Warframe did a lot and of I that think too. And like I, I enjoyed Warframe. Don't get me wrong; there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I want to reiterate as well. Yeah, and I mean, I want to reiterate as well. Like you know, as much as I'm trashing Starfield, it's like I don't think it's a bad game. I'm just upset the fact that they didn't deliver on a lot of the stuff they said they were going to, and then on top of that. I'm more so disappointed in the fan base, if I'm being honest. And yeah, the Bethesda, the Bethesda fan cope is so, so bad. Well, the it's reason so I say bad. that as well is not just because of that, but it's also just the fact of like. Think about it like this, for example, right? You know, say, say you hired somebody to do work for you, right? Because this <laughs> isn't too far off from it, right? But say you hired somebody to do a job for you. Say it's like, say it's remodeling your house. And they promised you that they would be able to do everything you asked for and more. And, you know, when they get done, finally, you go to take a look at your house and they've done maybe a half-assed job and covered it up with a bunch of like, with a bunch of just like fun little aspects of things, right? Yeah. That's what Starfield did. and. Yeah. It's it's not so much angering to me that the fact they did that is like the fact that the player base isn't demanding better. Like, yeah. I remember when No Man's Sky came out, that fan base was like incredibly mad, and I mean they had a right to be. The game was the game. What was promised was a goddamn nightmare. But you know what No Man's Sky devs did? They they took the criticism. They just said, you know what, you guys are right. We didn't deliver on what we said we would, and they turned that game around. A year like a couple of years later. That game had one of the biggest player bases it ever had. Yeah, like and that game yeah, and is I think still popping off today. I think it actually, I think it actually peaked this year. That for it context, No Man's Sky did. came out in 2016. No, and they are still doing major updates for that game yeah. because people enjoy it. Like, well, I just re-downloaded it because the dev team just the dev team literally just said, "Yeah, we fucked up." And mm -hmm. I remember because I was one of the people who bought that game in 2016 or 2017. And yep. it was a nightmare. I remember it. It was, mm -hmm. it was a fucking disaster. And like, yep. shout out to those devs. They did amazing in turning it around. Like they took mm -hmm. the criticism. They went, they rolled with the punches and they said, we're going to, we're going to make it better for you because that's what you guys deserve since you bought our game. And they did, they turned around and it became one of the biggest space games uh, out there for a while. Yeah. And I think this is my biggest and this is my biggest problem with the game. All right. And I also have a I also have a tweet to coincide with this. Um when you land on a planet, right? We'll we'll just take uh I don't know. Say say we land on a planet that kind of looks like Earth, right? And I I land in Florida, okay? Or land I land in in the ye old Florida man. I land in Orlando, right? Sure, you can explore the city around, right? The city that's generated around, but I believe it is a five kilometer, uh, there's a five kilometer barrier 
around the area that is generated for you, right? If you are not at a major uh, landing point where there's like a mission to do or a major city, like a little a waypoint, basically, right? You're and just you just land in the a, middle of nowhere. Find area. Well, here's yeah. You are stuck in a five kilometer bubble, and when you get to that, when you get to that uh, that wall, right? And you're like, hey, there's a mountain over there that's beyond this wall. Um, I want to go explore it. So you're like, okay, let me get back in my ship and fly over there right you'd think oh i'll just go to that fly to that mountain have no, the generated area generated move to there. area that's correct yeah every time you land it regenerates it is basically a brand new seed that's so you so get a stupid. whole entirely new generated area of nothing there is nothing out there <laughs> literally nothing so you can't even go back to a place that you enjoyed like you just once you leave right. that that whatever the hell was there is now gone for that sucks yep and a tweet it's a tweet that that uh lucy sent to me the other day it is by uh at nakey jakey um and he says 25 hours in and exploration in starfield is utterly dreadful you land on a planet, it generates a, generates a bunch of locations, most of them like 400 meters away, if not more, and you walk. There is no ship to fly, there is no rover to drive, there's not even a space horse for you to mount to keep traversing, uh, traversal engaging. You mindlessly sprint and boost jump through a soulless field of nothing to reach a copy and pasted destination that very rarely feels worth uh feels worth the effort this is such a drastic set a setback a step back from the amazing sense of exploration and wonder that skyrim and fallout 4 inspired that that uh inspired that it truly baffles me i want to like this game so bad and i feel i feel for him i legitimately want to like this game here's the thing i'd like i look i am the one of the biggest space nerds of my friend friend group okay the next big purchase I want to make is literally buying a te telescope. But the, the cheapest, nice one I can get is $500. So it's, you know, quite yeah. expensive. I can't. I can't like this game. I, I can't. Here's it's the just thing. the fact that it's so limiting. Here's the thing. As well for me, like, I'm going to say this right now. I am not as big on space as a lot of other people. But one thing I absolutely do love is exploration. So... Any game yeah. that allows me to just, like, that just allows me to fucking go out and explore these thousands of different worlds and everything, you can bet your ass I'm going to do it. Because here's the thing. If there's one thing I've loved, and it's like, I'm going to go off on, like, a bit of, like, a five-minute tangent here real quick. Now, okay. for those who don't know, I, I, I'm a writer, all right? Like, writing is what I do. I, I have written... I've written several shows that I plan on putting on YouTube soon enough, and I've written several novels. Um, well, not novels. I've written several short stories, but I'm turning them into novels. But We'll call them novellas. Novella. No, that's the word. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've written several yeah, no novellas. Problem. But it's the thing of, like, I love exploration and stuff like that. I love experiencing these thousands of different things, because each one in their own mind to me is like a story. And that's one thing I love about Star Citizen, for example, you know? Every planet in that is unique. And on top of that, every planet there stays the same whenever you go. All the outposts are always there, and they're always, like... Well, I'll admit, they're not all that different, but they are, in a sense, 
different locations, different things, and you do all of these different missions. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a sense of realism to it, which I like. But also, on top of that, yeah. like, hell, I've seen clips of Star Citizen of people with actual joysticks, and they are racing through canyons with ships and shit like that. Now, if a game Ooh, like yeah. Star Citizen can do that, what is stopping Starfield from doing that? Like, the fact that yeah. you can only get into a five-kilometer radius is just stupid to me. And take another one, for example. Like, here's the thing. Star Citizen is only a game that takes place in a single galaxy. Take No Man's Sky, for example. You can do the same thing in that one, racing through canyons, mm -hmm. along planets, along all of this stuff. But you jump through thousands of different galaxies, and the game generates them based on what you enjoy. The game yep. generates its own galaxies. There is an infinite number that you could run into. And if a game like if a game like No Man's Sky, which had the one of the worst openings I've ever seen a game have, if a game like No Man's Sky can turn around and do that, why the hell can't the why the hell can't Starfield? Like again, like again, my like my sense, like Oof said, I can't like a game like Starfield. Not when it's something like that that feels unfinished, that feels like it should have more. But again. Like, ask for more. I'm not saying riot against them. I'm not saying, like, you know, say, fuck it, give up on the game, don't play it anymore. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that ask for more. Demand that they actually fix the game and deliver on the promises that they made. Because it's what they should be doing. Yeah, one of the one of the biggest excuses that people are saying, and one of the one of the major problems of the game, the character animations, the facial expressions are so broken. They, they, most of the time, they don't make sense. You'll see characters' eyes roll in the back of their heads, their eyelids pop through. It's just basic shit like that. And their excuse, a lot of people's excuse is, oh, but Bethesda's not been, always been, uh, always hasn't been good with character animations. Okay, okay. But you've so been a gaming cares? company for 25 plus fucking years. Fix it. Like, I'll tell you this Please. right now as well. I'll tell you this right now as well. <laughs> Rockstar hasn't been good hasn't been good with animating facial stuff for GTA 5 online for example like you know the online characters anytime they go to make faces and stuff it looks pretty fucking stupid I'll admit mm -hmm. but they've been a gaming company for how long and they're working on GTA 6 right now I'm expecting that to be so much better it's about improvement it's about them fixing the shit they 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 were supposed to deliver on mm -hmm. Yeah um, on on a quick side note on a quick side note I, I am saying I will say, uh, I'm actually very excited for GTA 6, especially for one of one of the things that they they mentioned that is is coming out. Well, they didn't even really mention. We just kind of found. Um, here, here. How about this, Lucy? When they when they were remaking their AI system, uh, especially with uh, with uh, with interaction with the player and both the world around it, uh, especially like the cops and shit like that, right? You know how easy it was to just trick the cops in GTA Five and just you know, yeah, and this one I've heard able to just drive off and they'll never find you. And right? this one I heard it's not. But guess easy. what? Oh yeah, apparently for their AI, they had to make their own patent for their uh, for their AI system, which oh by the way is still not revealed until the game comes out. That's terrifying. The, the patent has been pretty much classified. That is terrible. All they basically said it is it is super advanced and will adapt to whatever the player is doing and learn. And that is fucking crazy. That's I am I'm very too. excited, I'm excited for, that. for that. 
And I will say another yeah. thing, too, is like... God, I lost my train of thought. You got this. You got this. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we were... I think I got it. More... Ah, fuck. Starfield. Starfield, we were talking about the AI anima uh, animations. Starfield's... Right. Right, character animations. Mm -hmm. uh, even if GTA 6 like doesn't deliver that well on it, it's like, at the end of the day, it's about improvement. Like, people don't like GTA 6. Mm -hmm. they're, going to, they're going to be audible about it. I know they are for how long they've had to wait. Like, if GTA 6 ends up being yeah. disappointing, the internet's going to firebomb Rockstar. And, I mean, here's the, the thing. Only... Knowing Rockstar, like, here's the thing. Rockstar is man enough to admit when they're wrong sometimes. Not all the time they've done it, but they have done it occasionally. It's and correct. like, yeah, we fucked up, we'll admit, and we're going to roll this back. So I feel yeah. like this time, with GTA being such a highly expected game, like, they would listen. And I mean, for the fucking price point that, they, that GTA 6 is rumored to be, they better fucking listen. No, no, don't believe that rumor. I saw that too. If anyone believes that they're really going to sell that game for $140, you're out of your fucking mind. Not, it, not, and the not reason that. What was it? Uh, wait, was there one for $140? That's what I keep hearing. Oh, I saw one listed at like $100. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is no way in hell that they will do that. The game will be. Most I will, people wouldn't I, buy I will, that shit. I will assure you, the game is going to be $70. The reason why people are saying that the game is going to be up in price, like in, between $100 and $140, something, whatever, right, is because they've spent, I think, uh, let me pull up the numbers. It's in the billions. Oh, yeah. No, they, they, the recent, most, they recently most... crossed a billion dollars in development for it. Yeah, let's see. Budget. Um, da, 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 da. Is it, uh... Uh, let me get like an actual official source here. Yeah, they recently, from what I heard, crossed over a billion dollars in uh, in development. Uh, I think like two, three months ago. Yeah. Okay. So it's anywhere. I, I, the numbers I keep seeing it is between um one and two billion dollars, maybe even more than that. They they've spent a lot of money, which I will fully admit. I'll fully admit this. This puts a lot of pressure on them. Because if this game does come out and it is buggy as hell if and it, bombs, it is shit, they're fucked. The, ooh, ooh, ooh. But and I get that, right? But do you and and people are like, yeah. So they're gonna sell the game for an up price so they can make all their money back. Here's the thing. Do you really think? Do you really think that they're not gonna make their money back? You, you really think? You really think that there, bud? What, the what? Pro, the most anticipated game of the decade let alone probably the century so far. You really think they're not going to make their money back? Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> like, I want to say this as well, too. Like, they're not concerned in the slightest. Because here's the thing. Even if they don't make their money back from initial sales on GTA 6, which is highly unlikely, mind you. Like, you have to remember, they have thousands of other things. Fucking shark cards, for example. You got to remember, the shit in their game is so highly expensive that a bunch of kids will generally spend, like, you know, a couple hundred on fucking their GTA in-game cash. Uh, yeah, like which I will say, I hope they change. I, I really hope, hope they, they change don't do the that. economy up. Yeah, yeah, I really hope they don't do the same economy as GTA Five because, like, 90% of people I have, had to get, have had to go to modding at this point for how insanely expensive yeah. that game is, and it's like, 
unless you spend here's the thing like countless hours grinding away you're not going to reach anything yeah here's the thing i wouldn't mind if they put in the same economy system as gta 5 as long as they make it easier to make that much money true because like, I, like I can spend 16 heists in a row to afford one car like that's just insane yeah that that's just it is very much extreme and that's one of the problems with gta 5 it just is yeah but we are going a little off track here and we do have another topic to get to we do so um, and this is a this is a big one so let's dive right into it just so just in short just in second, short we're not telling you not telling you to not buy starfield if you look like if you want to enjoy the story on the game is actually very good i've watched i've watched a little bit of it it's very good the little itty bitty things that you can find such as per, uh, paradoso which is on one of the planets there's like this huge hotel that's super highly detailed one of the missions like just to give you a little little small details right the the coffee shop and the tea shop have a rivalry and the tea shop wants you to st- or one of the shops wants you to steal the recipe from the other and you go on through this whole mission a whole side mission right off uh, off of the main story and it that part of the game does seem fun however the biggest the problems the main problems of the game i think overshine that absolutely it's kind of what we're saying absolutely and i mean end of the day like you know i hope to god they'll improve we'll see how it goes but yeah as for the yeah. um as for the second topic for those who haven't heard yet <laughs> uh this this actually isn't about a single game, but this actually affects thousands of games and dev companies. And uh, the topic is Unity's recent announcement. Now, if you haven't heard, Unity Engine is going to start charging game devs for fresh installs. And what that means is every time that a game is installed, after it, and this is this is directly words from Unity, not myself. After the game reaches a certain threshold of installs or monetary value, Unity will start to take cuts from them. Now, basically, what that means is as soon as you, as a dev, are successful with your game, they're going to rob you. Um, yeah, pretty much. Literally, literally that's just like the, the exact way I just described it is basically company fancy terms for saying, we're going to steal all your money the second you become successful. And... I just want to start out with on this topic is like a lot of you are thinking, oh, well, this isn't going to affect me. Like, you know, I only follow big games. You have to be aware that how many big games are made on Unity. Assassin's Creed being just one of here. them. Here, let, 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 yeah, I was about to say here. I got the list. Here's a right fucking here. list. Yeah, let this me, is all let the me, games. Let me, let me go off. I'm, I'm going to go off on a, a quick list here real quick. <laughs> these are just some of the games. Too. Uh, we got these are just some. Yes, some of the games on Unity. Uh, Genshin Impact, Honkai Star Rail, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond slash Shining Pearl, Pokemon Go, Fate Go, uh, Among Us, Fall Guys, uh, Wastelands 2 and 3, uh, just uh, the, 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 the Ori series, so Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori the Will of, uh, Will of the Wisps, Firewatch, Oddworld uh, Soulstorm and New and Tasty, uh, Ali Ali World, Outer Worlds, Battletoads, City Skylines, Elder Scrolls Legend, which is the mobile game, Gwent, Gwent, the Witcher card game, uh, Cult of the Lamb, Mar- Marvel Snap, Rollerdrome, Ultra Kill, Dusk, 
uh, Pinfall Parlor, Cuphead, Beat Saber, Rust, Subnautica 1 and 2, my friend Pedro, I think I said Among Us already, the classic Doom, the Unity Edition, uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine, Dream, ja- Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Night in the Woods, Hive Swap, Little Witch uh, Academia, uh, Chamber of Time, uh, Rick and Morty, the Virtual Rickality, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition, one that's uh, close to my heart as, as well as Subnautica, uh, Kerbal Space Program 1 and 2, and, uh, Pony Island, and lastly, the game that me and Lucy are sitting in right now recording this session. That's VR right. chat is run off of Unity. That's right. So I just want everybody to take a second and think about any of the games you just heard. Because here's the thing. Whether they're free or paid, I just want you to imagine. Imagine those games having to be priced, I don't know, 10 $20 higher. Or even the free games having to be priced at 10 20 bucks because Unity decided to be greedy and rob the dev companies who are trying to provide you guys with free and cheap fun games. Now, mm-hmm. like, yeah, imagine that. Like, imagine this is VRS Chat is a free game. Imagine me and Oof having to pay because simply we wanted to host a podcast in this. It's insane, yeah, right? Off of a game that has been free since its actual conception. Literally. Literally. This game has not once ever been paid. And it's there insane. Are, I, I, will put a, I will put a qualify on this. Yes, there are things you can buy in game. You can buy the VR Chat Plus, but that is not what we're talking about. We're talking about, we're talking about the base game itself. The base game. Like, I will say, I play it. I have never once paid for anything in this game. So, never. if I can get into it and not pay for anything, anyone else can. But, I have 300 hours in this game, never paid for it. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's just, it's all that. It's fucking, it's mental. Like, I want to just pull something up real quick that I, uh... Uh, but I wanted to pull something up real quick that I had seen from Unity itself. Here we are. All right, so this is something that I wanted to bring up real quick that I that I found when Oof and I were talking earlier about this topic. So on September 13th, so yesterday, Unity tweets out and says, we want to acknowledge the confusion and frustration we heard after we announced our new runtime fee policy. Now, after Unity had announced this, the internet, uh, like, understandably, blew up at them. Like, almost every social media that Unity has was firebombed. People were pissed, and it's understandable. But this is exactly, this is what they said in just a few keywords here. Now, their first point was who was impacted by the price increase. And they said, it's a targeted price increase. They said more than 90% of their customers will not be affected by the change. And then they followed that up with people who will be impacted are generally those who have found a substantial scale in downloads and revenue and have reached both our install and revenue thresholds. So it means... A low or zero fee for creators who do not have... This is their own words. This means a a low or no fee for creators who have not found scale success yet and a modest one-time fee for those who have. So they're literally just admitting the fact they're going to rob you the second you become successful, number one. And number two... Yeah, so basically... Well, there's one more thing I want to highlight real quick. Go ahead. But Mm -hmm. there's one more thing that I want to highlight. That 90% of our users, they're not counting game makers they are counting everybody who has ever used unity now i want to say this right now i have friends that are in my community right now that don't make games but were fucking around with unity just because they could so that 90 percent of people is largely people who have just used unity 
never plan on releasing a game, and I've just been playing around with it. So almost every indie dev studio, almost every studio that you know that makes games in Unity is within that 10% that is going to be fucked. And maybe there's a 5%, like 5% of companies that will not hit that threshold and will be completely fine. But other than that, they're just screwed. Like, they get nothing. And and the, the thing that I found baffling, baffling about this change, right? And and this is uh, this is really based on like one of my probably my favorite game of all time, Subnautica, right? Subnautica's Say Subnautica. Oh, no, yes, not, right? correct, correct. Yeah, I think so. Say I'm Subnautica. I, I did. It's on the okay. list. Don't worry. Okay, cool. Yeah. Say Subnautica wanted to. Um, Say they wanted to avoid this problem, right? They they don't want this uh, paper install because keep in mind this isn't the only paper install charge that they're getting already. If you put a game on Steam, they take a portion of it. If you put a game on Epic, they take a portion of it. And I will say, uh, any I- any game store that you put it on, it takes a portion already. So now on top of that, if you use this energy, it's en- uh, engine. Now you're going to get even more taken out of your out of your revenue. And I will say, I will say real quick, I understand why game stores like Steam and Epic do charge. Because here's the thing, they actually are providing a service. Like they're mm-hmm. like they're providing a platform that hosts your game and hosts all the necessary servers and everything and runs it. Um, or not runs it. Sorry, bad choice of words, in my opinion. But they're they're, they're they're hosting the necessary service to get your game out there and provide play, like communalized areas for your games to be with others. So like I understand why they take a why they take a small fee. But mm-hmm. Unity, they have no right. And I mean, yeah. I get what you're saying. You might say it's hypocritical of me to say that, but at the end of the day, it's not. Unity is providing an engine. That is it. They are not providing all of the tools you're gonna need to build a game. They are providing an engine Which, for you to build it on. And the argument of that is, oh, but you're using their assets, you're using their uh you're using their program to make the game. Yeah, but here's the thing. 90% of the assets, I will say that I will say this, a majority of the assets that people are made uh, that are made in Unity are not only community made and are uploaded to the workshop which then can be purchased from there or or gotten for free. It is assets that uh, people have made themselves from the ground up and coded it themselves. Yeah, Unity sure, has made the most en- of their assets. Yeah, sure, they've used the engine as a tool to put everything all together, but the things in the game are original to the creators. Yeah, no, it's like... Most of the time. Yeah, no, they, they literally have nothing. Like, Unity, compared to what the community has made for their assets has almost nothing in comparison and it's insane yeah. to me like that, that they think that they like even have the right to do this like here's the thing here's the thing it's let's go back to the steam analogy right like you know where steam chart takes a fee imagine this right mm. imagine this steam provided like let's say for example steam didn't provide all the service that they do like they didn't provide an entire like web-based page where you could add friends and everything like that and you had to do it all through games and all Steam did was provide, uh, like, its own page on its own application that took you to the dev page for you to have to download it from the actual game dev's website. And they charged a fee for that. That's about that's what that's fine. like. 
Yeah. Like, Steam basically would charge a fee for game developers to have it on their page, but they wouldn't provide any download availability. They would only just provide you links to the dev pages. That's basically what <laughs> Unity's doing. They're now providing here, you just almost to give you jack little... shit, except for an engine. Yeah. Then now, just to give you... Here, just to give you a little bit of an example. Uh, I will I will let... I will send this tweet to... Uh, I'll send this tweet to Lucy so you can put it up on screen because I don't know what actual company this is from, but a person on send Reddit me, posted... Yeah, a person on Reddit by the name of uh, no underscore storm seven three one says Unity wants a hundred and eight percent of their gross revenue, and what this means is their studio is focused on making uh, games, uh, mobile games for kids, right? Uh, the only way they have to monetize the uh, these all of most of the games are free, right? They don't display advertisements to kids because they don't believe they don't uh, they're against it and they don't fucking want to. Their only way to monetize those games is through in-app purchases, right? According to their numbers last year, which their net revenue was uh, basically a million dollars and some change, right? If this unity effect, if this unity change were to be in effect based on those numbers, they would owe. 9% of their revenue to Unity. In addition, this is not this is 109%. They would own an they would own an extra revenue. 9% pretty much. Correct. To Unity because it is their assets. Yep. How does that make any sense? So basically How? the company would just be going bankrupt. They'd be fucked. Yeah, pretty much. Like there's literally nothing they could do to that. And I mean, on top you make of a million dollars, they're in the red. Yeah. Like, how does that make any sense? I want I want everybody to just think about this real quick. Especially, especially here, if you are on the side of Unity, I need you to think about something real quick for me. Imagine you do a full day's work at your job. And all of a sudden, your job's just like, hey, you did great work, but you used all of our tools to do so. So since you used our tools, our computers, or whatever the hell you do at your job, we're going to take almost all of your money back, if not all of it. Like, say, for example, you work at a job where, you're, where your job is data input, for example, and you use a company-specified computer. Now, imagine mm -hmm. that your company, at the end of your workday, you've done all your data input for the day, you've done everything there. And the company looks at you and says, we're going to be taking your paycheck back, actually, to repay for all the power usage that you just did with our company. Despite yep. that being their own computer and their own building, you have to pay the power bill because you use their power. That is basically what this is. And yep, it is, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. And I just want to like, in just, just in case that isn't clear enough as well for the people who are still on Unity's side here, uh, if anybody is at this point. Um, I would be surprised. I would be very <laughs> surprised. But yeah, just, just imagine that. Like you doing a job and the company takes whatever the hell you made and takes up almost all of it because you used their resources. Yep. Half of which resources are not even made by your company, but are given given free to the company because the, because they needed it for a job. Yep. It is insane. And there is one more thing I want to bring up here as well. Mm -hmm. But and um, before 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 he brings that up, I want to talk about the community response to this because there are very good things happening 
uh, community-wise, that everyone, nearly everyone that is running on Unity as a major, major uh, game has already responded to this and has said, basically, either A, we can no longer trust Unity based on the changes that they've made, or basically, go fuck yourself. I literally can quote a face punch dev right there is. now. I'm looking at it right now. Face punch had uploaded yes, face a punch. graphic that said, in short, Unity can get fucked. It, no, the, the the, there thing. is no, there is no in short. It literally says Unity can get fucked. And it is posted by Alistar uh, McFarlane, yep. which is one second. I can get his actual title here in a second. Yeah. He is the producer at, at uh, face punch and he's working on rust right yeah. now. And I think my favorite thing about it is his entire tweet just says these developer statements on Unity are getting a little are getting too long, too long didn't read, and then it's just a graphic that says Face Punch Unity can get fucked Face Punch Studios, and it's it I'll post the, I'll post a photo of it right here. It's so glorious, I love it. Um, now, here's one of the here here's one of the things I am a little concerned about. There are some companies that have been strange i know it's only been it's only been what 24 hours since that statement not even. has come out and maybe uh, no maybe sorry it's yeah. been longer than 24. yeah may maybe and maybe they're talking to the to a legal team about what they should say first and then going to we'll have to see we'll have to wait for this to develop for uh more they but like i was talking about earlier sub on huh? september 11th or 12th okay so um, the, the 12th, 12th, the, there we are. Yeah, so there are two main ago. companies that I'm kind of concerned hasn't said anything yet. First off, one of them is VR Chat. Yeah, I was gonna say VR Chat has said nothing. They've been and dead as silent. of what? As of I think 40 minutes from this tweet, uh, from from this tweet, from the time of us recording this, they were they actually just posted an update. Thing. They posted so several they, things. They clearly. But... They're active. Yeah, it's not like they're inactive. They they are there, and they have to be aware of the situation, right? Uh, not only that, um, unknown games or unknown worlds. The developer of Subnautica uh, also hasn't said anything. More, I think that the reason why they haven't said anything yet. Not trying really to defend them here, but I think the reason why is because their previous two titles are on unity their new title that has already been announced that it's exists right um is going to be on unreal engine 5 anyway yeah well i won't say unreal engine 5 but they at least confirm the fact that it's going to be in unreal there's a yeah. couple job descriptions uh on their website that says they look they're looking for people um experience to the with skills in in unreal correct it's still just, yeah. like, in my opinion, um, and I don't know if Unity will actually pull this, but I would not be surprised if they did. Uh, it's it's kind of shocking to me that some of these companies aren't calling them out, despite not using their engine anymore. Because here's the thing. Even previously made games can be affected by this. Now, Correct. The reason I say that is because, yes, if you had a game installed previously before, you know, the change occurs, you're not going to be in trouble for it. But think about these games that are continuously growing. Think about VR chat, right? For example, also, this thing takes on new also, uses continually. Yeah. Like, also, just to the point he just said, 
Sure, you may have had the game installed already, so yes, they won't get installed for that install. But if you uninstall the game, change components of your computer, uh, reinstall your OS, does Unity... Uh, I just had a tweet of this, and I don't remember where it went. They do. Um, they do charge for it. Uh, yeah. Not only do they charge for that reinstall, but now they're now this this guy on Twitter was saying, I, I guess I have to call it X. I keep no, forgetting. It's, tw- it's Twitter. Whatever. It's Twitter. Fuck. Fuck. X. It's, it's. I'm Twitter. still calling it Twitter. Um. But this guy was basically explaining. Okay. Well, first off, how are they going to determine? How are they going to determine these these uh, calcu- and calculate these reinstalls, right? And secondly, in countries that are uh, in countries and states that have very strict data keeping laws, is this even legal for them to do? Yeah, the, no, there, there's but... so many questions to these changes, and I the uh, um, and oh oh by the way, just a quick side note as well. One of the the major shareholders of Unity, right before this change was announced, sold twenty thousand shares of the company. Yep. Before they, it they plummeted it in hit. the last two days. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, they no knew way. exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You can you can continue. I cut you off. No, you're good. Um, but I also want to say, adding on to that too, about how we define account installs, Unity did make a post about that, but. I want to say something else about the new installs thing. Basically, what they said was once you meet the two install and revenue thresholds, you only pay the runtime fee on new installs after January 1st, 2024. It's not perpetual. You pay once for an install, not an ongoing perpetual license royalty like a revenue share model. That's a fucking lie because they can't, they cannot track them like that. It is nearly impossible. And I know what you're going to say. Some people are like, oh, what if they track the accounts? Again, they can't track it by account because here's the thing i have played with unity stuff before right now i'm trying to get into my assassin's creed thing i can't get in because of unity why because they're fucking their accounts suck so if i tried to install it before logging in i'm getting charged again and again well you're not getting charged but the game the the game sorry but yeah Correct. Um, also, the... I did find the tweet that I was just talking about. That yes, was all, uh, that was also made by Mudahar, or at origi- uh, uh, ordinary gamers. Ordinary gamers. Um, and we will have the we will have that up for you. Yes, but I also want to I also want to say this because Unity added a thing saying how we define account installs. Now, this is where they get so much worse. This is directly their own words. Assuming the install and revenue thresholds are met, we will only count net new installs on any device starting January 1st, 2024. Notice how they said new installs on any device. So if you switch out your fucking OS, the game devs are getting charged again. You switch out your account, charged again. If you do it on a laptop with the same account, they're getting charged again. If they have a mobile version of the game, charged again. Yep, again. And I want to say, they have another thing right here. Reinstall charges. We are not going to charge a fee for reinstalls. So that means on a single device. And then there's another thing. But how do they determine that? They can't. (laughs) And then there's another thing here. Fraudulent installs charges. 
We are not going to charge a fee for fraudulent installs. We will work directly with you on cases where fraud or botnets are suspected of malicious intent. How the hell are you going to keep track of that? How? In what world How? are you going to are you going to be able to check fraudulent installs? Because here's the thing: like in play, all somebody yeah, has to do there, is install so like the same product on six different computers, and there's no way you can tell that's fraudulent. For all you know, that person has six different computers. Yep. And there's another thing yeah, here. Like here's a here's an example. Here's an example. What if I make a Windows virtual machine, open Steam on that? and install a game in the virtual machine. That counts as a separate computer. Yep. Does that count as another install? Yep. Like there's just so many things that are unclear. It is, but I think these like these last three like points in their tweet here about how they define can installs piss me off the most. Trials, partial play demos and automation installs, uh DevOps charges. We are not going to count these towards your install count. Early access to games are not considered demos. So what they're telling me is that they they're not counting demos, but they are counting demos because early access games are never yeah. full games. So here's the thing: a little fun fact about early access versus full releases. Those count as two separate things. Trust me, I have played yeah. early access to full games before, and every Correct. time they do that, it's literally just straight up early access and then they give you another thing that leads into the full game so they're basically they're still getting charged twice for a demo and on top of this as well web and streaming games we're not going to count web and streaming games towards your install count either again how the fuck would they measure that anyways but this is the oh. one that pisses me pisses me off the most charity related installs the pricing change and install count will not be applied to your charity bundles and initiatives and i know you're going to wonder i know you're going to wonder right now Lucy, why does that piss you off? I'll tell you why. I'm not mad that they're that they're like that they're not doing it because of charity and stuff. What I am mad is about is the fact that they add that in like it's some fucking like a good, like all is well sort of thing, right? I yeah, hate yeah, they the had fact to, that they add that in because they're like, oh, we're not a horrible company. We're gonna be charging game devs most of their revenue. But if it's for charity, we won't. And it's like so Yeah, you're you okay. better not. It's the fact it's the fact that they, I think what he's trying to say is the fact that they have to mention that in the first place. You well, so the, okay, thanks. Not you're not going to steal your Yeah, it's it's sure. Thanks. You're not going to steal revenue from a charity, but let's just use an example. You're not going to steal revenue from uh the Thirst Project uh, who's who gives uh wells to Africa with the money that they raise. Oh, gee whiz. Thanks, man. Yeah. Like, like, you're such a great hero. You're not. To add on to it as well, like, here's the thing. It's not even the fact they mentioned it that pisses me off. It's the fact that they act like that's them doing good as well. So, like, to, yeah. like, to put this in perspective as well is, like, all right, think about it like this, right? You know, what? like, everybody's been hearing about the unions, the actors and the writers strike down in L.A. right now, right? And everybody knows about that. But I want you to, like, I want you to take in mind this. So think about it like this, for example. Say the writers and the actors there, they did a show for, they did a show or a movie for Disney. And Disney just said, all right, we're going to take most of your guys' fucking revenue from this and take it for ourselves. And then, say those same actors and writers did a show for charity, but it was under Disney's production. Disney would then basically say, oh, since we're such good people, we're not going to take any of your revenue. Oh, gee whiz, so, thanks. Specifically because it's for charity, they're not doing it. And they're acting like they are good people for it. So basically what Unity is saying they're willing to do 
is that they're willing to let these poor fucking uh these poor game devs drown in debt but they won't do it if their game is giving to charity correct are you serious like, to give an to give an example uh i i know i keep mentioning this game but subnautica almost didn't happen the game almost never finished back when the game was first in development and first in early access uh coming out of beta they were about to shut the studio down because they were deep in debt um the game really wasn't getting much attention and they were it was like i believe it was a staff of uh one to three people i can't quite remember literally but luckily luckily for them uh jack both jack septicai and markiplier found the game did videos on it and voila the game actually had a huge had a started to have a huge player base and it saved and and it literally saved them and another thing that's why they're that's, that's why they're in the game. They're in yeah. the first two. Uh, both of them have little figures in the first first game. And I want to say this right and now. It was as a well. homage. Like, imagine that Unity's change was in back then. Subnautica would have crashed and burned long before they even it ever never got Never would have existed. Like, they would have gotten never it, would have like, existed. close to beta, and then that change would have happened, and Subnautica would have crashed and burned, and that dev team would have been screwed. Yeah. And another thing yeah. about that as well is like for those of you who are interested in my youtube channel um if you haven't seen it yet i recommend you go check it out but i uploaded a video recently about a game demo this german dev company reached out to me i don't know what engine their game is made on but it's it's a beautiful like mm-hmm. it's a beautiful game i absolutely love the demo they sent me it was half an hour uh it was really quick i loved it but if that game is made on unity like they had they had to do crowdfunding in order to get like that game up and get funding for it uh because again they are like right. they've made one game before and they're they're a team of three people. Yeah. Now imagine if they like if their games on Unity, I feel bad for them because they are suddenly going to be fucked. Like they do not stand yeah. a chance because all that crowdfunding. I think they hit maybe about ten k above their goal for crowdfunding, which was like thirty six thirty six thousand euros, um, which is average for the type of game they're trying to make. But all of a sudden, imagine if like you know all that funding has to go towards Unity all of a sudden because Unity is making them pay for using their engine. That game, that game, those poor game devs are going to be screwed. Yeah. And it's like, I true. feel bad for all these people. Like, I feel less bad for all the larger companies that are doing it. Cause I'm like, you know, at that point, whatever. But like, I feel bad for like the, like the indie developers, the ones who are struggling to make ends meet, the people who are like barely surviving because they want to make their own games and they want to do them well. And now Unity's yeah. out here basically saying, hey, fuck you guys. I know you're like, I know you're probably eating three times a week. I'm going to reduce yeah, the, because just, you're not going to make the money. Just to give you, like... yeah, just to give you an example. Um, now these, these developers are not starving. They're, they, they have, they're, they're definitely making their money. I won't say probably not a whole ton, but landfall, landfall games, the people who have brought you totally accurate battle simulator, uh, the battle Royale that they've made and all of the create uh, a cluster truck, all of the creations they've made, they have already made a statement saying, we can no longer start new projects now. We we can't because yeah. we because on an engine that we've been using for ten years, we Is don't know pain? if we can trust the developers now. Yeah, and also I want to say this as well. Before, like again, I really doubt anybody's on Unity's side here. But in case anybody happens to be, if you're wondering, 
well, you know, maybe Unity needs the money. Their net worth is $14.2 billion. They don't need yep. the fucking money. They could run that engine for free the for the rest of our natural lives and never see a fucking hit come from it. That's correct. Yep. They don't need the money. Like, yep. I don't know. It's it's insane Th- to me. There's only... There, there's only I, I, I only see a few. There's very few benefits, and they're not really even benefits. Not even benefits. To, I wouldn't thing. even call it that, call it call it that. But I guess nowadays we're gonna see a lot more games in engines like uh, Unreal Engine five or four, which are both which are both free. Um, yeah. All the developer to uh, development de- all of the development tools are free. And they have a huge, huge community of people. Um, I believe another one is Godot. Uh, I believe that's the name of it. Let me pull yep. this up again. I think I heard of that one. Uh, yeah, Godot. Mm-hmm. But like one last thing I want to add on as well is like real quick before mm-hmm. we wrap up here. Um, one thing I do want to add is if you are like miraculously somehow, if you are a small like small like game engine that's basically like listening to this. This is your fucking chance. Like, market yeah. like crazy right now because Unity is just about to take one of the biggest downfalls the industry has ever seen. Because all of a sudden, we are seeing like hundreds of these indie dev companies just jump ship and abandon Unity. And it's deserved, yeah. but they're jumping ship. They are abandoning Unity. And if you are a small engine that not many people have heard of, even if you're a moderate sized one like Unreal, this is your fucking opportunity. Market like crazy show off what show off what you can what like what you uh, offer because this is the time like where you are going to be the most helpful to these indie game like to these indie game devs they are yes. looking for new engines they are looking for places to build the games they have been trying to make on unity and they are going to be looking for a place for a new home for their games and if, if unity does tr- truly go through with these changes sure they they still have time again they do have this time. doesn't go into effect this doesn't go into an effect until January 1st of 2024. They, they have, have time to retract this statement. Do I really think that they're going to? Probably no, not. They won't. Um, if you are making, if you're a small game developer right now and you're developing a game in Unity right now, please, I actually beg of you. I know it's a lot. I uh, know it's a lot of work. I've worked in, uh, I went to college for a semester on game development start kind of started learning the process a little bit i only know very basic things please please save yourself go go to another engine like i know i I know that's a lot more complicated like i said i know it's a lot more complicated than uh just a simple statement but this will just fuck you like literally just is not gonna hold anything back like if they go through with this they're going to do something else. Like I'm, I'm telling you right now, they will get worse. And I mean, yeah. like, again, especially if you're a larger company, maybe you'll be okay. But if you were a small indie developer and you were like, just like making enough to make ends meet, jump ship while you can. And I Please. know it's, I know yeah. it'll delay whatever projects you're working on, but jump ship while you can, because I guarantee you whatever delay happens is going to be so much better than whatever the hell is going to happen to you if you stick by Unity. I agree. Like Unity, it, Unity is a fourteen billion dollar company. They have no remorse about what they're about to do. They do not care. Which is 
Which is even wilder to say because the, the, the main engine that we've been talking about, that's the alternative, Unreal Engine, is owned by, uh, <clears throat> oh, you know, uh, Epic Games. And let's go yep. to see how much Epic Games is worth right now. Yeah. But <laughs> I, would, I, would even, I would even say, like, you know, use, use Unreal to caution because if Unity's willing to do this, you have no idea what these other ones that are, like, backed by billion-dollar companies are going to do next. Like, True. I, by the way, their worth, their worth is thirty-two billion dollars USD. Yep. Uh, Epic Games. Now, yep. I do, I do agree with you, Lucy. However, based on the history that Unreal I've seen good. from Unreal is good. No, Epic Games, yes, Unreal is fine. Yes. Like, I, I will say that they are good, but I'm saying like any of these other engines that are backed by billion-dollar companies, just tread, tread carefully. carefully. Do your research and make yes. sure it's not going to be an engine that like tries to jump ship on you as soon as they feel like it. But yeah. yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, I was about to say we should probably wrap up. It's gonna we're be a lot to edit for you. We're about ten over. But yeah. Um either way, as always, we hope you guys enjoyed and we'll be seeing you all in the next episode at the end of the month, uh, which will be September thirtieth. And I mean, you know, if any indie game devs are watching this, I'd we'd be curious to interview you. Um a hundred percent. I really about the I, unity change, but also just about like your own personal games, your own like journeys as indie dev, uh, indie developers, and so forth. And I think it'd be really like cool. Like I said, yeah. Like I said earlier, I would, I would, did want to go to college and actually learn how to make games, specifically like uh, more in the VR industry. Uh, yes. I planned on going the full sale, but unfortunately, motivational things got in the way, and now I'm pursuing other things. I feel that. That doesn't mean I'm I am also not disinterested in the topic. I I 100%. If there's any game developers um that hear this and want their game to be like wanted to get a little more out there, have a platform. We're not the we don't have a big platform, but at least we will make your voice heard in the way that we can. Yeah. And I mean it's like again, we can't offer we can't offer everything, but we we want to get more out there and we want to we want to start making people heard, especially in the creator industry, whether it comes to content creators, game developers, so on. And I mean, mm -hmm. you know, if you are interested, uh our business email is uh gonna be uh right here on the bottom of the screen, and then mine is right above it. Uh if you would like to reach out to me personally, I do um a bit of the marketing and reach outs for this podcast. So mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, reach out to us and we'll see if we can set something up. We'd absolutely love to. But other than that, we hope you guys enjoyed. And if you guys are interested in other episodes of our podcast, go check them out. We are on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, and the Amazon device that I cannot currently say because it's sitting behind me. Um, but yeah, check it out all there. Uh, I don't know where all the buttons are on all the platforms, but if you're on YouTube, subscribe. If you're on uh, Spotify, follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, hit whatever the buttons are there. Interact with the podcast, share it out. It really helps our analytics and it helps and it helps us get further out there so we can start creating more, like more, I guess, interesting episodes for y'all. But yeah. Mm -hmm. you got anything else? Nah, that's it. All right. Well, as always, we hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you all in about 15 days. Peace out, y'all. Take it easy. <laughs>